You're listening to LanguageCaster.com's football podcast. Hello, everybody, to the show for everyone who loves football and is interested in improving their English. Now, this is a festive show today, and on our main report, we're going to take a look at football and Christmas. Before that, we're going to review the footballing news in the good, the bad, and the ugly. And of course, at the end of the show, we have two features our English for football with Damien this week and predictions. Well, talking about Damien, who's uh, over there in London, of course, I'm over here in Tokyo. I wonder what he thought was、uh, good last week in the footballing news. Let's get started with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, congratulations to Barcelona as they were crowned World Club champions this week after demolishing Brazilian side Santos 4 0 in Yokohama, Japan. Lionel Messi netted twice with Xavi and Fabregas completing the scoring as Barcelona strolled to their second world title in three years. Brazilian side Santos were poor, while their teenage sensation Neymar failed to make any impression at all. Well done, Barca, again. Damon, how about bad? Yes, congratulations for Barcelona. What a great game. And they stamped their authority on that competition, didn't they? Now, what about bad? Well, a bad week for Sevilla. Not only were they thrashed 2 6 at home by La Liga leaders Real Madrid in a tempestuous game to leave them in sixth place in the table, but this was then followed by the news that their president, Jose Maria del Nido, has been sentenced to seven and a half years in prison. For his part in embezzling public funds. Del Nido has also been ordered to pay back more than $3 million to the local Marbella Council. The Sevilla president is appealing the sentence, while the current coach, Marcellino, insists that this will not affect his side's performance. Tough times ahead for the Andalusian club. What about ugly? Well, Italian football has been rocked by stories reported in sports newspaper Gazzetta dello Sport that 17 players have been arrested after allegations of match fixing. Most of the games allegedly involved in the scandal were from the second division. Napoli Sampdoria has won such match under investigation, while former Italian international and Atalanta captain Doni was one of those arrested. Ugly times for Italian football. This weekend we'll see Christmas celebrated around the world. It is, of course, a Christian tradition, but many non Christians enjoy the holiday. There are many traditions associated with the celebration Christmas trees, lights, the giving of presents, and so on. But what about association football? Well, football also has its Christmas traditions and stories. First, folk football and rioting. Before it became the game we recognize today, football was a very different and more violent pastime known as folk football, played by large groups of men battling each other. To move a ball across a large space of ground. Often one half of the village's men would play the other half, or married men fought against unmarried. 
It was played on holidays such as Easter and Christmas because this was a traditional time for celebration, drinking, eating to excess and letting down your hair and because the men were not working for several days in a row. This tradition was threatened in 1644 when the Puritan ruler Cromwell banned the celebration of Christmas and the playing of football. This ended up with violent riots in many places as people took their footballs into the streets and fought with magistrates. 2. The Christmas Football Game in No Man's Land During Christmas in 1914 and 1915, as World War I raged across Western Europe, there were many unofficial truces at Christmas where soldiers from both sides stopped fighting and even, in one instance, played an impromptu game of football. Here is how one British soldier described it. Tommy and Fritz kicked about a real football supplied by a Scot. This developed into a regulation football match with caps casually laid out as goals. The frozen ground was no great matter. The game ended 3-2 for Fritz. The idea that ordinary soldiers stopped fighting and joined together to play football is a powerful image for how the game can bring people with different cultures together, even if they're in the middle of a war. Third, a Boxing Day feast of football. The day after Christmas, the 26th of December, is known as Boxing Day in the UK. It's long been a public holiday and a day for sport, and particularly football. There's always a full round of football just after Christmas, and while it used to always be on the 26th, recently some games are played on the 27th. Whenever they're played, the Christmas season and Boxing Day has long been connected with football. The Christmas holidays also mark the start of two weeks of games, where as many as five matches may be played. While most European leagues take a break, this is when the English leagues enter their busiest period. So in Britain, riots, peace and goodwill and a packed schedule, all traditions associated with football at Christmas. Next it's English for football. This week's language caster football phrase is route, which can be both a noun, a route, and a verb, to route. And in football, this word means to defeat heavily, to thrash. Now, this week, Barcelona became world club champions after defeating Brazilian side Santos 4-0. They routed the South American champions. The route began and ended with Leo Messi, who scored the first and fourth goals as Barcelona ran out easy winners. Route or to route. Okay, here are my predictions for the uh, festive season's football. A London derby, a West London derby, Chelsea against Fulham. Uh, I'm going to think this is going to finish 1-1. Now, West Bromwich Albion uh, against Manchester City, high-flying Manchester City, and I think they're going to have too much for West Brom. They're going to win this one, 1-0. Now, Manchester United are at home to Wigan. They're hosting Wigan, and I think they're going to win this one, 2-0.
Now, Liverpool against Blackburn. That'll be 1-0 to Liverpool. I think uh, the Reds will have too much for relegation-threatened Blackburn. Now, my team Tottenham travel away to Norwich. And uh, I think we might beat them. It'll be a tough game, but I think Norwich uh, will score one, but we'll get three. 3-1 three, to Tottenham. And finally, big game north of the border. Celtic and Rangers, the top of the table clash. Celtic have to win it, and they will. They're going to win this one, 1-0. They're my predictions for the week. Okay, Damien, thanks for that. Let's see if I can top your predictions. And we're going to start as you did in London, Chelsea, Fulham. I think this is going to be a comfortable victory for Chelsea, despite the fact that this is a West London derby. 2-0 to Chelsea. Then West Brom from the Midlands. They take on Manchester City, of course, at the top of the Premier League, the side from Manchester. And I think, again, an easy victory for the uh, bigger side. 3-0 to Manchester City. Manchester United take on Wigan Athletic. This is a game uh, for two teams in the northwest of England. And again, at home advantage and an easy victory. Manchester United 3, Wigan 0. Liverpool take on Blackburn in another Northwest clash, and I think Liverpool will have too much for Blackburn. 2 0 to Liverpool, despite the fact that they won't have Suarez playing for them. Then Tottenham travel to Norwich, which is in the uh, east of England, and uh, Norwich have been playing very well at home, and I think. Uh, with all the festive spirit and everybody trying to get some good cheer, I think they're going to give it to their fans with a 1-1 draw um, and they're going to get a point against Tottenham. One of the biggest derbies in the world, Celtic against Rangers, and this is going to be a home win for Celtic, 2-1 to Celtic. Those are my predictions, and from all of us at languagecaster.com, have a great Christmas and a happy and peaceful New Year, and I hope your team does well. See ya, bye. 